Welcome, and thanks for joining me today for the first ever episode of Conscious Business with the Corporate Yogi. I'm your host, Julie Zuzak. This podcast helps entrepreneurs develop the mindset needed to build and grow a conscious business. Now, I know firsthand that being an entrepreneur is a bit of a wild ride, so I'm dedicating this podcast to you, my brave entrepreneurs, to give you the courage and support that you need on your wild ride. When you tune in each week, we'll focus on a different aspect of helping you grow your business. Now, being our first ever episode today, we're not going to follow our typical format. I want this to feel more like a casual chat, like if you and I just met for coffee and really spent time getting to know each other to see if we're a good fit. I've broken this episode into five different segments. First, we're going to talk about what a conscious business actually is to make sure we're on the same page. Second, I'll tell you a little bit about my background and how I get to help and work with entrepreneurs. In the third segment, I'll share the best kept secret of entrepreneurship, the one thing that you'll never read about in a textbook. The fourth segment, we'll talk about the importance of your mindset as an entrepreneur. And then in the last segment, I'll share the purpose of this podcast and give you a little taste of what you can expect when you tune in to future episodes. So get out of your head, get into your heart, and let's dive right in, shall we? So to really understand what a conscious business is, I want to talk about two major trends that we're experiencing right now. First, an increase in overall consciousness. And second, an entrepreneurial explosion. Now you might think these two trends are mutually exclusive, but think again. They actually have more in common than you may realize, and the sweet spot where they intersect is exactly where a conscious business is created. So let's start by talking about the first trend, an increase in consciousness. I know, it sounds pretty heavy, but it's simple really. It means that we are becoming more self-aware. We're investing more time into learning about ourselves because knowledge and intellect can only take us so far. You see, when we better understand ourselves, we know what our triggers are, and this makes it easier to avoid conflict. It's easier to ask for what we want from others, and it's easier to build relationships. This increase in consciousness is causing us to admire new qualities like authenticity and vulnerability. And these are really important in business because they allow us to talk openly about failure as a part of success. So I want you to think about this first trend, increase in consciousness, simply as greater self-awareness and emotional intelligence. So how does this first trend apply to you? Do you know what makes you tick? Do you view every relationship you have as an assignment, an opportunity to learn and grow? Are you drawn to authentic people? I know I am. Now, let's take a second to talk about the second trend. We are experiencing an explosion of entrepreneurship, in case you haven't noticed. Does this apply to you? Are you running your own business right now? Or maybe you're thinking about taking the big leap very soon. Never before in history has it been easier or trendier to become an entrepreneur, but it is this increase in consciousness, the first trend that I talked about, that is driving so many people into entrepreneurship. And this is for three main reasons. First, people are sick and tired of soul-sucking jobs. Secondly, we're sick of working at companies that don't have a soul. We know now that money is not the number one motivator. Deep down inside, we just all want to be seen and heard and we want to work at a company that's actually making a difference that has a purpose 
that shares our values and that has a culture that actually appreciates employees. And thirdly, happiness comes from fulfilling our purpose. Did you know that each and every one of us on this planet has a unique purpose? We call this our Dharma. And just like your DNA, no two people have the same Dharma. So now that you understand these two trends, consciousness and entrepreneurship, let's talk about where they intersect to become a conscious business. You see, a conscious business is an organic entity with a soul. And as you nurture it, it grows. It evolves to have an intelligence of its own. It strives to self-actualize and to fulfill its purpose. Now, I always love to randomly ask people what they think a conscious business is. So what about you? What popped into your mind when you saw this title, Conscious Business? How were you curious? I find that people typically respond by talking about corporate social responsibility. Let's use a micro lens. How does your business impact your personal development? How has it forced you to grow, to improve your relationships, and to fulfill your life purpose? Now, if you want to know if you're on a path to building a conscious business, ask yourself these four questions. One, what higher purpose beyond profit does your business have? How are you helping and serving? Number two, do you have a clearly defined set of core values that you are prepared to never compromise? Number three, do you realize that your business is meant to call you forth to grow? learn about yourself, and learn how to build better relationships. And number four, are you intentionally building a culture that gives people permission, especially you, to be authentic at all times? Now, a common misconception about conscious businesses is that they don't actually make money because their focus is on doing good, which distracts them from being profitable. But that couldn't be further from the truth. And that, my friends, is the beauty of building a conscious business. When you are fully aligned with your purpose and you build a business with passion, you will actually exceed your expectations. In his book, Conscious Capitalism, John Mackey of Whole Foods explains that conscious businesses actually outperform the overall stock market by a ratio of 10.5 to 1. Bottom line, when you focus on doing good, you feel good. And you will not only earn a living, but potentially earn significantly more than if you ran the business just to make money. Phew, okay, that was intense. Now that concludes your philosophy lesson for today. I hope you're still awake. Let's move on to talk a little bit about me and my background. Has anyone ever told you that it takes three to five years to get a new business off the ground? When I started the Corporate Yogi years ago, I'd heard that rule many times, but I thought, you know, that rule doesn't apply to me. Yes, I'd like to introduce you to my ego. That part of me that thinks that I can live by a different set of rules. The part of me that thought it would only take about five or six months to get my business up and running. Because after all, that rule applies to people who are fresh out of college, who don't have any experience. I'm different. After all, I have 15 years of corporate experience. I've got the scars to prove it. I worked at a tech startup when the dot-com bubble burst. I was in the city of London in risk management during the credit crisis. I've worked in public companies and private companies. 
I've been through mergers and not so friendly acquisitions. Surely that rule wouldn't apply to me. And yet, it did. The truth is, becoming an entrepreneur was one of the smartest things I've ever done, but thinking that it would be easy or easier for me was one of the biggest mistakes. Building this business has been one of the hardest things that I've ever done because it's forced me to grow in ways that I didn't even know that I needed to. I know now that everything on my path has played a role in where I am today. If success had come easy to me in that first five or six months, like I'd planned, I wouldn't understand how to help others through their journey. My business called me forth to grow. I had to face my fear of public speaking. I had to learn how to be comfortable being seen and heard, how to facilitate large groups, how to control the energy of a room. I had to learn that being a coach means that I have to take big risks and put myself out there to model that behavior for my clients. But scariest of all, I had to learn vulnerability. Only when I started to focus on these scary things and really start to own how powerful I actually was did my business actually start to take off. So here's a couple other tidbits about me that you might want to know. I'm based in the lovely city of Toronto, the 416, and no, I don't know Drake or Justin Bieber, sorry, but I do have clients all around the globe. I still have a really big network on the West Coast where I lived for 12 years and also in the UK where I lived for three years. Since I believe in flexibility, as a yogi, obviously, I offer clients many ways to work with me. I do still work one-on-one with clients as a business coach, and I also run amazing destination retreats because, hey, who doesn't love a good excuse to travel? On retreat, we get to experience transformation on all levels, physically, mentally, and spiritually. We do yoga, we do lots of meditation and very intensive workshops. Retreats are particularly important for entrepreneurs who work crazy hours and really need to unplug to gain perspective. Now, I want to move on to talk about the best kept secret of entrepreneurship. But before I share that, have you ever heard this saying, entrepreneurs work 80 hours a week so they don't have to work 40? I always have a little chuckle whenever I see this saying because I think it describes the sheer insanity of becoming an entrepreneur. Here's what I mean. So many of us crave freedom from our jobs. So what do we do? We go out and we build our own businesses, but then in the beginning we end up working longer hours than we did when we had a job. But somehow this makes perfect sense to us because we're doing what we want to do and we're playing by our rules. But I also think that this saying is kind of misleading because it implies that all you have to do is work really long hours to be successful and that the quantity of work that you do is important. But it's more important to focus on developing the right mindset than it is to become a taskmaster. Yeah, I'm talking about you getting up close and personal with you. I always love to say, and this is a great tweetable, that as an entrepreneur, your business won't grow until you do. Because here's the thing. When you start a business, there isn't a blueprint. There isn't a job description. And you might know what you need to do from a strategy perspective, but most people don't spend any time thinking about who they're going to be and how they're going to have to grow. 
In order for your business to succeed, you're going to have to do things that are way outside your comfort zone. You're likely going to spend time in the V zone, the zone of vulnerability. So here's a truth that I want you to understand sooner rather than later. To succeed as an entrepreneur, you have to do the deep work at the belief level in order to attract and maintain your success. So if you haven't pieced it together already, the best kept secret of entrepreneurship is that it's an accelerated form of personal development. And the goal of this podcast is to help normalize what it is that you're going through in your journey as an entrepreneur, to help you understand and make friends with your fear, your self-judgment, criticism or doubt from others, the paralysis of perfection, any abuse from your ego. I want to give you an edge by making sure that you don't spend all your time spinning your wheels or wasting your energy on self-doubt. I want you to spend time on your mindset to recognize how your beliefs might be holding you back from the success that you deserve. So next up, I want to talk about how mindset is important and I want to take a deeper dive into yours. When I work with new entrepreneurs, I like to walk them through a model to help them get perspective on how they're spending their time. And as I walk you through this model, I want you to think about how it applies to you. So the three levels going from top to bottom are vision, in the middle behavior, and at the bottom beliefs. So the top level of this model is your vision for your business. And this is where you determine your purpose and your values. You can think of this as your North Star or your big why. At this level, we get to do our dreaming and our planning. And you'll spend a lot of time here when you first build your business, but it's also important to take the time to go back to this level and check in to make sure you're on track with your purpose. Now the middle level, the behavior level, this is where the activity in your business happens. This is where you deliver your products or services. You answer your emails, you build your website, you make phone calls, you focus on branding, networking, and marketing. This is where a lot of entrepreneurs want to spend all their time because they can actually see the tangible output of their activities. And this is where my practical business experience comes in really handy because I can help clients here with their branding, with their strategy, with their marketing. And then there is the bottom level, the belief level. Now this is a really important one, yet the one that everyone avoids. When I work with a new client, they typically don't want to be here because they've typically made up a story that mindset isn't important. It's a waste of time. All they want to do is just find a way to work harder, be more efficient and fit more in. You know, most people haven't realized this yet, but this is the level where the blueprint for your success lives. While your business plan might be your conscious blueprint, your mindset is your subconscious blueprint and it can trump your conscious blueprint if you don't figure out what's going on here. It's at this level that I really get to use my coaching skills. I get to help people shift their perspectives and teach them how to be honest with themselves. Our good friends procrastination and fear live here because those are the manifestation of your beliefs. So let's recap and check in on these three levels. At the very top, we have vision and values for your business. Do you know what the purpose of your business is? What about the middle level, the behavior? 
This is where all the activity happens in your business. How much time do you spend each day working in your business? How much time on email or social media? Do you really believe that you're actually going to catch up on email? Then there's the bottom level where your beliefs live. And these beliefs are your subconscious blueprint that determine your success. Where are you spending the most time? At which level? Are you living in the middle level at behavior? Are you spinning your wheels on the way to burnout? And when was the last time that you checked in with that top level to see if you're on track? Now we're on to the last segment and I want to share two main reasons why I started this podcast. If you haven't figured it out, I am kind of passionate about building businesses and I love working with entrepreneurs because I know how tough it really is. I know how lonely and isolating it is to work on your own and it breaks my heart to see people give up on their dreams when I know that it's their beliefs and their fear holding them back. And secondly, I'm going to have to use the S word here, so I apologize in advance if I offend anyone. I've created this podcast to normalize spirituality. Yes, the S word here is spirituality. I don't know if you've experienced this or not, but there seems to be this limiting belief in our society that says that personal development is for sissies and spirituality is flaky and doesn't belong in business. Oh, really? And I see this regularly in the language people use. If they're about to make a somewhat spiritual statement or talk about their gut instinct, they'll preface it with a qualifier like, you know, I know this might sound a little bit out there or a little woo-woo. And my personal favorite, this might sound a little bit like voodoo. Okay, I think it's time to get really clear and name this elephant. Anytime you are relying on your intuition, you are believing in a higher power outside of yourself, or when you look at the big picture to explain how we're all connected, this is not voodoo, it's spirituality. Yes, there goes the S word again. I don't know exactly where this fear of spirituality came from, but incorporating it into business is absolutely what is needed right now if we want to continue to raise consciousness. And let's take a second to really normalize spirituality. If you are spiritual, you believe in these two things. Number one, there is a higher power out there that is greater than yourself. And two, you understand that at a very deep level, we are all connected to each other. It's not rocket science, it's that simple. So let me bottom line my purpose for you. I started this podcast because, and here comes a great tweetable, it's time to bring spirituality out of the closet and into the boardroom. And it's time to start wrapping up and bring this first ever episode to a close. Thank you so much for listening today. If you made it here all the way to the end of this epic episode, congratulations. It looks like we're a good fit. And I look forward to spending time with you each week to give you tips and insights on how you can grow your business and yourself. We're going to talk about some of your biggest challenges and stumbling blocks as an entrepreneur and give you new tips and techniques to get past them. I'm going to teach you practical ways to move beyond your fear and paralysis of perfection. 
We're going to talk about how your ego, your corporate persona, can stand in the way between you and your success. We're going to talk about your creative genius, your intuition, and the natural law of expansion. You're going to learn how to grow your business from the inside out. I really hope you'll join our online community. I like to think of us as a conscious business revolution, but you know, we don't protest or break stuff. If you learned something today or you felt mildly entertained, then head over to thecorporateyogi.com. You'll find great show notes in the podcast section on this episode. And if you really want to do the extra work to grow your business, subscribe to the newsletter. Join our community and you'll get access each week to special worksheets and templates that go with each episode. Remember that your mindset is the subconscious blueprint that determines your success. And your spirituality is your competitive edge as an entrepreneur. It allows you to access a powerful source that is bigger than you alone. Thank you for spending time with me today. I know that you're one of the brave ones and together we can pave this new way, this better way, this conscious way of doing business. Deep down inside, you know how powerful you are. Now it's time to step up and let the rest of us see it.